This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Hello, and welcome to another episode of B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. I should mention that B2B Radio, as you know, is brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus helps you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. They create customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. All right, so this week we are going to yet again bring you a topic that we have not discussed before on all of our shows, all whatever, hundred and some shows we've done, but is something that I will guarantee impacts every single person that's listening. It impacts you directly uh, if you're a business owner, and whether you're a business owner or not, it impacts you on the other side because you are this at some point or another. So this week's guest is Mr. John Hansen, who is an author, he's a speaker, and his book is Wow Your Customers, Seven Ways to World-Class Service. So as you may have guessed, we're going to talk about customer service and how to kick some butt at customer service. So John, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be on with you again. Yeah, absolutely. So again, uh, when John and I met uh, a few weeks back, uh, it was fascinating to hear about a lot of the different things. And he mentioned some things about customer service that I had never even considered myself. And so I'm like, man, we got to get this guy on because the more I thought about it, I'm like, heck, we've never really, and shame on me, uh, we've never really talked about customer service directly. Um, and so we're going to talk. We're going to talk a little bit, of, of course, about John's journey and how he got here and how he got to writing his first book, and he's in the process of writing his second. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, after that, we're going to get into. So John's a big guy about. He, John likes to learn the number seven. I figured it out. Okay. <laughs> so his website is sevenwaysmenu.com, and uh, two things that we're going to get through during the show today is. Uh, seven key areas uh, to research on how to improve your customer service strategy. And then we're going to talk about seven keys to providing world-class service. So this will give you some thought-provoking insights on what do I need to look at in my business? Where, How do I improve my customer service? Yes, I want to make my customers happy. Give me some good tips on how to do that. So we're going to give you 14 of those bad boys um, as long as I keep us on schedule. So that's going to be my biggest challenge today. <laughs> um so with all of that, John, tell us about your journey. How did you come to to the point where you said, I need to write a book about customer service? Back in the winter of 2016, I made a New Year's resolution. I know those are can be a little tacky sometimes, but <laughs> one in particular was I decided I wanted to take a break from screen time. There's just something about a paper book that I really appreciate. I really enjoy. It engages my mind. It's quiet. It's thought-provoking. And so I said, I'm going to spend less time in front of a screen at night. I'm going to spend more time reading a book. I thought, what am I going to read about? And I realized that in all of the areas that I've, the industries that I've had a career in, I always had top numbers in customer satisfaction, whether they measured them or not. The feedback from customers and from my direct managers and peers was that I did a great job taking care of the customer. Mm-hmm. Well, I was in a sales role at that time and still am now. And I thought, well, how do I take that customer service strength and how do I translate that to growing my sales? Mm -hmm. So I thought I'll get every book that's well rated on Amazon and I'll get that from Amazon or from the library and I'll start studying this. 
Well, as I was reading these books, one thing after another was like, why do that? Yeah. Why did You're that? You're like, well, well duh. <laughs> I, I did that too. And I realized that a lot of the consistent principles that they used were ones that I had used and didn't even realize that industry leaders like Chick-fil-A, Amazon, Nordstrom, that are just so well built on customer service, they were using things that I was using day in, day out, mm-hmm. and I had success. And I thought, well, what if I could put this into a, a book, an easily read, easily digested book full of tips that somebody – I've been on the front lines of customer service where your hair's on fire and they just threw another <laughs> log on the fire and you got to deal with that too. Yeah. Customer service, doing it well is a skill. And the people that, that did it well like myself and managers that managed those people that did it well made a tremendous difference in your how your day went. Uh, how you related with your team members because you're able to work through the stress and still provide a great service, a great product. Um, and so that's how it was born. The idea of, well, let me put something together. I'd never written a book before, mm-hmm. but I learned so much that I've heard it before where if you write a book, the one that learns the most is the one writing is the, the book. author, right? <laughs> I learned so much doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, Look, everyone who's listened to the show knows um, it is customer service is literally the lifeblood of a company uh, for growth and your ongoing existence, et cetera. So much so that I can even tie this into one of the things that that, that I do as a, as a CFO, and that this really cuts right to the core is that when one of the tips I share with with business owners when they're going to they have to reduce expenses um, is we go through and we score every expense line on two things. Does it impact revenue? Does it impact customer service? Because I don't want to hurt revenue. Because if I have to cut my expenses, I certainly don't want to dry up my pipeline of revenue that's coming in, right? Well, guess what else can dry up my pipeline? Customer service. Retention. I don't want to lose the customers I already worked my butt off to get, right? I want to keep them and hopefully be able to sell to them more to increase my revenue and not have to even get additional customers. So um, even with what I do, you know, we bring a customer service element into the direct correlation to the health, the financial health of your business. It's its literally that important. Absolutely. That's uh, even in my book. It's like you're reading from my book right now that customer service is the lifeblood of your business because if you don't have any customers to serve, you have no business. And also something that's I think was an eye-opening thing for me as I realized that we're all in the role of customer service, no matter what titles on our business card or on the desk in front of us, we have internal customers, we have external customers, we have vendors, we have our own family. <laughs> so there are all kinds of people and all kinds of roles that depend on us to take the best care of them. So these apply no matter what your role is, no matter where you are, owner, employee, stay-at-home, full-time mom, we all serve somebody. So how do you take these and apply them to every area of your life? And that's where I found that these don't apply just to business. Mm-hmm. These values, these principles work in every area of life. Well, I can tell you, I got a, I got a good example for you. It just happened last night. Hmm. Uh, you talk about family. Uh, I had to pick up little biz from practice, <laughs> and my customer service skills were a little poor <laughs> because I wasn't there on time. And I got a customer service rating from her when she got into my truck. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> So yeah, the the family thing I can definitely relate to. Uh, yeah, I got I got a nice eye roll and a dad. 
Uh, so yeah, I, yeah, there's, there, we're definitely all customer service people, uh, whether you like it or not, or whether you want to be or not. And the other thing is, you can be Sammy salesman, like selling like hotcakes, and you can sell, you know, ice cubes to Eskimos, they say. But if you don't have customer service, you will run out of business. Yes. Because you're going to bring them in the door, and they're going to run right out the back door. Actually, yes. they probably won't even make it the back door. They'll go out the side. Um, and so, again, you could be selling like crazy and, and just, you know, it's it's like the, uh, the the flood. It's coming in. You know, you got a flood coming in the front, but you got the back door open. And so it's just it's rolling right out the back door. So uh, very important stuff. Uh, well, we're up against break here. We are going to continue talking with Mr. John Hansen. You can find out more about him again at sevenwaysmenu.com. And we're going to come back after the break and we're going to give Mr. Biz tip of the week. And we are going to continue talking with John, and we're going to dive into these 14 different tips he's going to give us. And uh, so join us after the break on B2B Radio, and we'll see you then. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solution subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to BB Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. This is BB Radio brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. All right, so uh, before Larry Longwinded, Mr. Biz here, gets going too far, I better go through my Mr. Biz tip of the week so we can start diving into these 14, and John can teach us all how to be better at customer service. Uh, so the tip this week, thankfully it's a short one, beware of concentration risk, uh, specifically with customers and suppliers, uh, very important. Um, and sometimes, I'll add a little bonus to that, is sometimes you got to look at concentration risk with uh, especially small businesses to have too many family members. I know that sounds a little bit weird, but um, I've had some instances with businesses that have a lot of family members and there's a rift in the family, rift in the family, and all of a sudden everyone's like, yeah, I'm not going to work today. Uh, Imagine that. Uh, Not good, right? But definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, A lot of small businesses rely on, you know, that one customer supplier that maybe provides the prime raw material they use to make their widgets, et cetera. And uh, if something happens with that, you know, that maybe that company has a financial difficulty and can't perform uh, up to their, their service level agreements they have with you. And so you got to always be prepared for that, those type of things. So beware of concentration risk. All right. So again, we're talking this week with Mr. John Hansen, sevenwaysmenu.com is where you can find out more information about that. And so let's dive in here because I want to make sure that uh, we are able to get through these all 14 of these magnificent tips you're going to give us that, again, impact everyone who's listening one way or another. 
So let's start first talking about the seven key areas to research on how to improve your customer service strategy. Zendesk did a survey of 45,000 businesses in 145 countries, and here's five tips they came up with, various research, and I'll throw in a couple of my own. Mm -hmm. But the the first one was multi-channel service. They've got to be able to got to make it easy for them to get to you. Mm-hmm. So if you're not out there in multiple ways for them to see you, to engage with you, even if it's remotely or digitally where they're not actually engaging with you personally, but they feel they are, like they're getting to know you, mm-hmm. that message is important. So the more platforms you're on, the better it is, the easier they can find out who you are. And that can be the difference between them giving you a chance and going with what they've always gone with or, you know, taking a risk of it could be good, could be bad. I don't know. This helps them kind of get to know you. And then when they meet you, it verifies, yeah, I want to do business with this guy, with this woman. Mm -hmm. They have a great, great business model. I want to support this. Mm -hmm. That's one. Two is invest in a customer data platform, meaning that the customers you've got already if you don't know what their likes are, what their preferences are, what the behaviors are, if you're not tracking it, then it's random. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're buying from you, and if they buy again and again, that's good, but you don't necessarily know why, you don't know when, you don't know what these triggers are, and you can help steer them in those directions. Um, so uh, Ritz-Carlton is great at this, that, that hotel chain that was bought. They're, they have a database on every single customer that stays and every staff member contributes to that database. So they gather a book, essentially a digital book. So when a customer comes in, a guest, they already know. Everybody in that in that entire organization, that staff, knows this is what Mr. Smith likes, mm-hmm. down to what treat does he like on his pillow. If you don't have that, you're leaving it to chance or to another company that does a good job of that. Very few small businesses do this, but I think it can be easily done because you've, you're starting with a smaller pool of clients than a place like Ritz-Carlton. And I can tell you, we actually had that experience at Ritz-Carlton. Mm. We were staying at a Ritz-Carlton in Cleveland, Ohio, and um, they brought in strawberries and for my wife. And the lady that brought them in literally said, Mrs. Wentworth, we know that you don't like chocolate or you don't prefer chocolate, but we know you like fruit. And so they brought in strawberries. So we had that exact experience at Ritz-Carlton. Doesn't that right there just knock you off your feet absolutely you don't get because that anywhere you know why? Else you because no one else does it no yeah no it puts you in that single percentage category of this isn't just above and beyond this is like world class you don't get this anywhere else yep. Yep. and you can you can do that as a small business yeah yeah totally third one is proactive engagement so i don't like to be pushy in my sales, mm-hmm. but there's a difference between pushing someone to buy and simply staying on their radar, where if you're reminding them, hey, this is what we do, this is what we have going on, it's not selling them something, but it's just keeping them from the back of the, uh, uh, you in the back of their mind and moving it to the front of their mind, or at least the middle of it, mm-hmm. to where it's still on their radar, so their subconscious mind is being reminded, hey, this company still is out there, they did a great job for us, if something comes up, or if you have a friend, hey, that, that reminds me. Yes. My neighbor needs something, and I they did a good job for me. I should tell him about that. So mm-hmm. staying in front of them is critically important. Fourth one, this as weird as this is going to sound, <laughs> AI, artificial intelligence. Yeah. yeah, You would not believe the number of how many chat bots are actually in that pop-up box that comes up when you're on a website. 
and it mm-hmm. says, hi, my name is Steve. Right. Most often that's not Steve. Right. Most often that's a chat bot that's already been pre-programmed with FAQs that are frequently asked questions mm-hmm. that it already has a database of answers for. Yep. Yep. So AI, uh, it sounds like next world, like I can't afford that. Chatbots are more affordable than you think, and Absolutely. they can save you the hassle of hassle. You've got a busy life outside of work. You mm-hmm. really want to be answering your phone to answer a question they could get off the website or by a chatbot. Mm-hmm. AI, it's it's a rapidly growing customer service field. It's huge, and you're right. They have a bunch of FAQs. You can load them up um, based on your personal experience. What questions do people typically ask you? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if it gets to a point where they ask a question that the chatbot does not have, that's when it gets to hey, we'll get back, please put your email in here or your phone number or whatever way is most convenient for you and someone will get back to you within X, right? Give them a time frame so they can know when to expect a response. Right, and then you're notified by whatever means you prefer, email, text, phone call. Yep. Yep, Yep. yes. And then the fifth one was customer service agents. This could be down to, for a small business, the receptionist. This is the face, the voice, the first touch personally for a lot of customers with your business. If you're not investing into your customer service agents, no matter what their role is with your company, then you're missing out on a gigantic opportunity for people to be blown away by the experience they have as soon as they walk in your door. As soon as someone picks up the phone, their first experience with a live representative from your company, sales, customer service, inside sales, technical support, whatever it is, whatever size company. If you're not investing into them, into customer service training on the soft skills, on what to say, what not to say, how to come across, smile when you're on the phone, yep. how you word your emails, how you don't word your emails, <laughs> all those soft skills, a little bit of training can go a long way with the very first impression that people get. And all it takes are some tweaks to make it that much better. Yeah. 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 I actually have a real quick example I can give to that. So I was working with a company was out, uh, ran into a friend of mine, and I, he mentioned something about, uh, you know, what, what are you working on now? And I said, oh, I just started working with an engagement with such and such company. And he said, and I'd already observed this myself, he said, oh, he said, man, that receptionist, she's like a zombie. <laughs> he said, you call in, and it's that goes a long way. Having energy and being, you know, courteous goes a long way. Even if you had a crappy customer service, think about it. You're calling in. You're really angry. You want to complain about something. And someone goes, oh, well, hello, Mr. Hanson. How are you today? And you can almost hear them smile, as you said, through the phone, as opposed to, hello? <laughs> yeah. What's your, uh, how can I help you? And it's like you're almost bothering them. The huge difference, right? One puts you at ease a little bit more, at least to- tones you down a little bit. Um, and the other one does not. So, all right, we're up against a break. We'll come back and we'll continue going through John's tips on customer service improvement. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. 
If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate because there are limited spots available. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and this week's guest, Mr. John Hansen, whose book, you got to go check out this book. I actually have a copy of it myself. And it is Wow Your Customer, Seven Ways to World Class Service. So you can uh, customer service. So you can see uh as he's going through these tips. This is just a taste of what you get in his book. And as a matter of fact, he has a special offer for Mr. Biz Nation. So if you reach out to him at John at sevenwaysmenu.com, he's going to give you a hundred dollars. I'm just kidding. Uh <laughs> John just fell off his chair. Get back up, John. Uh no, he'll send you a signed copy of his book for only ten bucks. Um, and the, look, I'm telling you, you'll get more out of the first 20 pages of this book are worth way more than 10 bucks, let alone the rest of the book. Um, so again, what he's talking through here is just sort of a taste of what you get in the book. So definitely go check that out. All right. Hit us with some more, John. Talk okay. To me. I'm going to move a little bit quicker to make sure we get these in because I promised 14. So <laughs> I'm a little behind. So of the two that I'm going to add to what Zendesk said to research, these aren't things you actually need to research. I think they're common sense, but they can get missed in the busy day-to-day that business owners have so many things going on at once. But the one is if it's not a priority to the one who owns the business to be investing into customer experience, not necessarily money, but at least your time Mm -hmm. and your attention, then it's not going to get done. It has to come from the top down. And then it has to be recognized and rewarded when you see excellent customer service happen. That needs to be pointed out and made a big deal of just like you want to encourage your kids when they do something right, make a big deal out because mm-hmm. you want that to stick. Yeah, yeah. Another thing I would highly recommend is talking to business owners. They can be in the same industry or a totally different one, but they've been in business for so long, especially if you know that the majority of their business is a repeat or referral base. Um, I It takes a little bit of research to find out uh, who's telling you the truth and who's exaggerating. <laughs> yeah. But if you've been in the business long enough or you can go to a trusted source, they'll say, you need to talk to this guy. You need to talk to this woman. They do a great job of that. That will give you some tremendous insights right there of what they do right day in, yeah, day out. absolutely. Now, the seven tips that I'm going to give you, I'm going to buzz through these real quick, but I laid them out in the book. It's easily read. They're things you can apply right away. The vast majority of them don't require anything but your time. Mm-hmm. So the first one is a winning attitude. That's the thing you can most directly control, and it has a gigantic impact on how your team or how you perform in the course of a day. Attitude's the only thing I can directly control. Mm-hmm. Circumstances, things that change, that's just how life is. Yeah. So how you approach it and how you help your team approach it is going to help you accomplish that much more. Right. Something goes wrong, they see you go fly off the handle and go crazy, they're going to see, oh, that's the way I should react as well. They're going to take cues from your leadership. Absolutely. Absolutely. And rather than focus on what or who made the mistake, a positive attitude, a winning attitude says, all right, we're going to find the solution. It doesn't matter. We can find out how to address it later and make it right next time so it doesn't happen again. But that's not important right now. Right. Customers, our customer service is proven when things go wrong. Anybody can fill an easy order that goes smoothly from start to finish. Right. Anybody. Right. But when it doesn't go right, the ones that get right on it, fix it, and then say, we're going to follow up and find out how to prevent this in the future. You just earned yourself a customer that will come back to you because it's proven 
you have their best interest in mind. You'll do whatever it takes to take care of them and make sure it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. That happens so rarely in the business world. Yeah, yeah. Organization, it's not sexy, it's not fun, but <laughs> whose day goes exactly as it's planned from when you get up in the morning to when you go to bed? <laughs> Nobody. So the ability to schedule and to prioritize and have some organization, but to be totally flexible, you have to have that in a world that's constantly changing it's gotten faster and faster paced. It's global now. So you have to be able to have some organization supporting that, but then you've got to be flexible on top of it. So perfection is not the goal. Progress is. If you're going to be working towards a customer experience that's world-class, you have to be flexible. But you need to have some organization underneath that supporting it because you can't just fly by the seat of your pants nowadays and get away with that. Yeah, yeah. Word choice. It's more often what we don't say or how we say it that has more impact. So much is communicated by our tone. But then the words we use on top of that, 85% of what we communicate is by tone. So when you don't have that through email, now word choice is the most important thing. What you put in that email, what you don't put in that email is so critical. Spending a little bit of time, Ritz-Carlton does a great job of training their staff that are uh, people-facing on what to say, what not to say. So important. Well, I can tell you, Mrs. Biz would have some feedback on my, my tone and inflection now and again. So Don't we all, though? I mean, when you're with the people you trust, it comes out more Sometimes, naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want that with the customer. No, no. no. Uh, teamwork. Uh, you Even if you've got a one-man team, that's yourself, you still have to work well with others. And here are some tips about how to do that so we make sure that your team is experiencing the best from you. You're helping them achieve their best. Customers will notice the difference from a team that's engaged as opposed to one that's struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, humor, uh, not just smiling, but the health benefits that are proven about having a good sense of humor, getting a good laugh in regularly. If you're not finding a way to make yourself laugh, you're doing a disservice to yourself, your company, and your customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, empathy. Different than sympathy. Sympathy says, oh, I feel bad. Empathy is actively putting yourself in somebody else's shoes, working to understand their world. That human touch. If people feel like talking to a human as opposed to a robot with a script, they are going to more likely do business with you than someone that's just reading an answer, even if their problem gets solved. If they don't feel like they were talking to a real person who cared, it doesn't matter. They'll still connect with a business that's a little sloppy, that's still figuring things out, but they know they care about them. Mm-hmm. Empathy's huge. Yeah. That's one of the biggest ones. And lastly is more. If you're not going above and beyond, 80%, 85% of customers, 85%, according to a survey, 85% had average or worse service. 10% had good. 5% had excellent or world-class. Hmm. So, when it comes to competing for top customer experience, you're in some really thin air there. And if you're providing that, you're already at top of the class. Yeah. And you will attract and keep the customers you want to attract and keep anyways. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Look, I, the um, uh, first of all, great tips. As you were talking, a couple of things rang true to me is, you know, the uh, the guy who's my mentor who doesn't know he's my mentor, uh, Jamie Diamond, who's the CEO of JPMorgan Chase. 
Uh, my wife at one point, Mrs. Biz, accused me of a man crush on him, and I will no, neither deny nor uh, you know confirm that. But nonetheless, <laughs> one of the things he said, and he would preach uh, throughout J.P. Morgan Chase, is to treat the customer like your grandmother. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's a you know an extension of the golden rule, essentially, right? right? But if if you wouldn't, if you're in a branch and you're trying to put a customer into a specific financial product, if you wouldn't put your grandmother in that product, if it wasn't right for her, would you put? Then you wouldn't do that to a customer. So I think that's a, a huge. So I wanted to ask you. We only got about a minute left, but one real quick question. I've heard before, and I think it does ring true: is using the customer's name. How important is that? And you don't want to overuse it because I know when I'm talking to a telemarketer because they use my name way too much, <laughs> right. almost every sentence. Right. But you want to use it, the two most important times to use it are at the beginning and at the end because that's what our minds remember the most. It sets it up at the beginning when they interact with you very first. And if you've had a customer data collection, you know they prefer to be called Mr. Hansen or John. Mm-hmm. You don't want to mm-hmm. tick them off right at the beginning or sound like a telemarketer. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, when you conclude with, thank you so much for your business, John, we really appreciate it. That personal touch just before they head off to the next thing, yeah. reconnected you with them and engaged them in a way that they can't get online. Yeah, yeah. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, John. I want to mention, too, we are going to have John back on, I promise, because his second book that he's writing is about winning. So that's going to come out in August. We're going to definitely have him back on to talk about that book because I'm sure he'll have some really cool information about that. Thanks for coming on, John. Appreciate your time, Ken. Thank you so much for this. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. Have a great week, and don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They have been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.